0: Welcome to the uh, 2022 Canadian Motocross Nationals Review Show brought to you by FXR. Billy Rainford, Greg Poisson here. We're going to go over quickly what uh, happened at round one in Kamloops at Whispering Pines. Greg, uh, going into this, there was lots of hype. I mean, we knew the top two in both classes. I think is what we were all going to be looking at, and we were not disappointed. It is look, looks like it's going to be a long summer with that going on. But uh, let's have a quick look at both classes and some of the things that stood out for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a long time since I've been to round one. Uh, you know, that's been out west or or either you know anywhere but Ontario. So. I was pretty excited going into it. You know, the unknown is always nice to have, and the the hype behind it all. We Opening mul- night. Yeah, we had multiple winners, uh, or potential winners, and uh, you know it's just nice to go out there and get it done. And the weather was kind of a factor too, so that kind of added something to it. And we didn't know what it was going to be like. Uh, we're supposed to be in a desert. And we got more rain, I guess, mm-hmm. this weekend than I, you, you do all year. So of course it's Monday and it's sunny. Yeah, of course. It's- <laughs> we had a we had a race on Sunday. It's going to rain on Sunday. So.
0: Alright, well let's, uh, let's just go over some of the things that kind of stood out to us, sorry if we missed some of the things that uh, you maybe saw or that uh, we don't mention here, but uh, kind of starting off the list guys that came out, like I, I just want to mention uh, Wyatt Kerr, tough day for Wyatt Kerr, first time coming out west racing the Nationals as a pro, had a bit of a tough day himself.
1: Yeah, it's got to be tough, you know, doing that drive out with his dad in the motor home and like, you know, that's an adventure in itself and it's you know something new, he's never done it, and then just really just have bad luck and, and uh, you know got to be tough on him so I hope he you know just realizes round one it's get it out of the way first year pro and uh, just rebound and, and do the rest of the rounds and, and kind of like leave this one in the dust because I mean you got this qualified round
0: one or first moto. Ben Shifter went back to the pitch yeah. came back out it's a no-no.
1: Yeah and it's you know it's under he didn't know that I don't right, maybe he didn't know that you know that I'm sure he didn't do that on purpose and, and expect to be okay with it so anyways but first round jitter is just gonna happen let's move on.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, moving up the, uh, the list here, a uh, bit of a tough day for Julian Bennick, Unfortunately, he was up there battling up there in the top five, five to eight. Yeah, big five to eight guy. Big battles, unfortunately, he had a, a motor started to go, something went wrong, mechanical, so unfortunately a DNF in that one. Came back for a solid eighth in the second one. He was uh, 14th overall, so I mean, watch for him to keep improving. Yeah, I'm sure Julian,
1: you know, he's he's kind of like a, I guess he's in his second year being a professional, and uh, he's on the PRMX team, so he's got some good backing. You know, Julian puts his heart, uh, the other Julian, we'll call him, mm-hmm. puts his uh, heart and soul into it too, so I'm sure they're gonna fix whatever uh, mechanical they had. It's just, you know, it is racing and this happens, so. He'll be he bounce back.
0: Right right and quickly we're kind of moving up uh, our way to the top ten here. Jeremy Mackay, I was impressed with his first motor ride, went down early, had troubles. Something happened in the start. It went through the mechanics area, had some troubles, got kinda of hurt.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty gnarly. That's the word I will use for that. He uh hooked a hard left into the mechanics area underneath the tents and uh I heard you know he didn't I didn't he didn't go down from what I saw but um, he rode through it, which, I mean, it didn't hit anybody, thankfully, because everyone was kind of a bit further down, uh, but that could have been disastrous, and, you know, he's, he, I'm sure he's uh, he's happy nothing happened, but uh, he came through, like, a freight train after that, which was, was impressive to see. From pretty much last. Yeah. yeah the 14th. Yeah, like, he was, like, way at the back, um, so, yeah, it was good to see, and then, uh, you know,
0: just happy he's not hurt. Right, right. I- yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like to see him with a good start uh, going forward. Nice to see him get a good start, kind of go up there and run the, the pace with those uh, the top guys. Mm-hmm. Tyler Yates was impressive, I thought, for 11th overall. Zach Uphamseff looked great in that first moto for a 9th. Marcus Ducey was up there in, like, 5th place, looking really good, really strong. So congratulations to him, 12-10 for 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Rempel, the youngster there on the uh, Thor Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. 7-7. Seven, 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven yeah, for I, I
1: mean, that's if that's not consistent, I don't know what is. So that's good for him. And, and like I said, he's he looks like he should still be on an 80. So... Um, yeah, he was pretty young, and and uh, he looks to be doing well. So
0: that's good. That's great. Yeah, and he's out there battling with some of the established, uh, some of the established pros for sure. Uh, ahead of him, we had Quinn Amiot. Unfortunate uh, first moto. Uh, talk about that. Or when was that? Yeah, talk about uh, Quinn. Yeah, Quinn crashed in the first one. I didn't see the crash. I guess you did. I um, didn't see it. I,
1: no, was, I you it did. was told to me. No, I, um, I looked too late. He said it was pretty pretty bad, like, but he and he's pretty sore, but uh, he seemed to be fine uh, going forward. So you know, he shook it off. I talked to Bennett, and Benny said uh,
0: you know he's all good. So. All right, Uh, coming up at third place in that first moto, Sebastian Racine on the KTM team. Man, he looked really good out there, I thought.
1: Yeah, he was really solid. I mean, I think nerves got to him, too, a little bit. He was pushed really hard in that first moto uh, to be up there, and I don't think he expected to be top three right off the hop, so. Um, I mean, shout out to him. That's really great, and, and uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to see him in that top five consistently going forward. For sure,
0: for sure. Three nine for sixth overall for him. Marco Canella, a guy who we definitely think is going to be up there battling for this championship. Uh, he went four six for fifth. Yep. Uh, Tyler Gibbs, An interesting day for Tyler Gibbs. Five, four, for fourth. Uh, no friends on a powder day, I guess. <laughs>
1: no, Gibby. Uh, I mean, I got. I actually have a lot of respect for it, though. Is, you know, you want it, you go for Absolutely. it, and you make it happen. There's a lot of guys. I mean, lot, we all know each other here, uh, whether you're media, mechanics, teams, whatever. And uh, you know, they always say leave like, you racing on the track, and and Tyler definitely does that. Uh, you know, because he was sawing guys off and just making <laughs> making moves happen when they needed to happen right away, and he didn't care if it was his friends or or you know <laughs> random guys, so he was just going for it and like i said i have
0: actually a ton of respect for that at the end of the day well interesting i went back and looked at some of my photos and that uh, the second moto start uh he and Piccolo came around. Piccolo was on the outside of the first turn, which puts him on the inside. But as he's coming around, Piccolo is looking at him. And I'm not sure what kind of gesture that was or if he was just kind of seeing who was going to get the hole shot. But as they came into the second turn, Tyler managed to get to the inside on it and then uh, kind of chopped him off. And Piccolo went dead last to come back through the pack.
1: Yeah, Gibby just cleaned him out. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they were cabin mates or, or buddy. I don't know what they were doing at club, if they were living together or not. But I know they were at club
0: at the same time. Uh, so, But, I mean, like I said, no friends on the track. Racing's racing. 5-4 so. <laughs> four for fourth for Tyler. Mitchell Harris. We got our first look at him up here battling our Canadian guys. Looked really good. Looks like he's, I say he's the kind of guy that's going to just keep getting stronger, I would say, for sure. Yep. He went 6-2 for uh, third place overall.
1: Yeah, and he kept his uh, visor on for both those motos, I think, so at all times. <laughs> so that was great because both practice sessions he had no visor. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Had a bit of a bullet head going on, as they call it. Um, yeah, no, he's going to do well. And I think he's kind of typical of most U.S. guys that come up. They're going to get used to our tracks, used to our series, used to the teams they're on. Um, you know, I know he's with Tyler, uh, Medallia. So Tyler's very good at kind of bringing people in and, and teaching them, you know, the ways of our series. And, and Tyler's been a staple for so
0: many years. So I think he's on a great program. He looks like he's got great bikes and uh, should be fine. Right, right. Now the top two guys that obviously we talked to in our preview show, these are the guys that we think are going to alternate uh, wins and losses with firsts and seconds. Jake Piccolo goes 1-3. Ryder McNabb goes 2-1. First moto McNabb had to come through the pack, second <coughs> moto Piccolo had to come through the pack, so I mean I'm not sure, did we learn, did we answer any questions there or is it still, we're not sure?
1: I'm not, it's tough, I, uh, you know it's it's one of those things we're going to have to see maybe more than just one one race, but uh, I mean I like obviously Ryder got the, the nod because he went 2-1, but I would give him the nod in uh, kind of being a bit more consistent throughout the day. Um, coming through obviously, but he came through, like I like to say like a freight train because he was just on fire and lap times were unbelievable that first moto so um we'll see you know next weekend there's a track that nobody's really been to in Drumheller so uh, other than uh, Keelan Meston I hear so.
0: That's right Keelan so has he, an advantage
1: going into this one. Yeah yeah so we'll see how it goes
0: but uh, I'm very excited to see how those two work it out. Right so two points now separate first and second so we're gonna have to keep an eye on that it's gonna be fun all summer long. Alright moving over to the uh, 450 class let's talk a bit about that. Mm. Uh, afternoon by the way yeah like you said the rain in the morning sun came out for our afternoon moto so that was cool. Uh, and then it showed up again afterwards so a bit of a thing we'll move up through the uh great to see brock hoyer he raced the w can during the week came out there unfortunately uh went down hard uh 10th in the first moto yeah uh unfortunately got kind of banged up in the second
1: yeah I, actually i didn't even know who the 121 one uh, 121 was uh in the first moto because I, I didn't know brock was racing uh you know it's my fault but uh you look consistent and i and uh i was like I didn't know, and, and uh, found out later it was Brock. So you know, shout out to Brock for <clears throat> being a veteran too, and, and coming out and uh, and racing, and still doing top tens in in, a, in the
0: 450 class. So I hope he's all right.
1: I, I think I heard he is. Yeah, okay. I heard he is. I didn't see the crash, but I heard it was quite. Uh, he's got some cuts or bruises or something on his face. Like it, I mean, anytime you have any facial injuries, it's uh, you know it was a big one. So.
0: Okay, and right above him, uh, I want to mention him very briefly too. Uh, Davey Fraser, strong ninth in the second moto, genius in <clears throat> the first.
1: Yeah, that, that he went off the track right on the, the start and hit a, a chicken wire fence or something like that uh, right off the track and uh, caught his front fender. It looked worse than it was, thankfully, but uh, he was fine. Bike was front fender was going, you know, in some crazy direction. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's good to go. And there's, he's another guy, you know, another veteran. There's a lot of veterans now in the 450 class that have been around for a long time. Uh, so it's good to see Davey still doing it. I don't think he's going to do all of them. I think he's just doing, like, these West rounds and just having some fun with it. And when Davey's having fun, he still he rips. So it's great to see.
0: Okay now ahead of him uh, again 628 which was a DNF for uh, Tanner Ward ended up 13th overall. Looked great was in a great really tight battles actually in both until he had the troubles but uh, that 28 that DNF and that second one really kind of cost him. Yeah
1: and Tanner was one of those guys where I didn't know where he would fit in uh, the first couple rounds because 450s are big bikes and they're powerful and, and he's not that he's not strong but he's not a big physically big guy um but he was riding that thing like it was a 250 so uh it was great to see and, and I, I know he was making some super aggressive moves and passes i watched a few of them and i was like you know that's really great to see because he was obviously feeling comfortable. um just mechanical that's not his fault and uh or the teams it
0: just happens and uh you know, good to see that he's starting to feel comfortable and I think he's just going to get better as the series goes on. Yeah for sure for sure and finishing just ahead of him with a 720 that 20 is a bit of an anomaly on the thing for Felix Lopez the uh, two-time Mexican champion We've got a look at him man him and uh, him and your guy Weston Rosina oh went God. at it just bar to bar and then the second one he just started slowing down and had to take a 20th I'm not really sure what happened.
1: Yeah I don't know either that first moto was some, uh, something else it's always good to see moto long battles because they were just going at it the whole time uh, him and Weston and and, uh, you know, it, it's, it was just good to see because you know, a lot of the times halfway through the motor, you know, as the motor goes on, they, uh, the, the pack tends to string out and, and they were just at it the whole time. So, I mean, awesome to see and, and at any moment they were going at it. Uh, so, it's good to see that. And uh, Weston, you, you know, we'll touch on Weston real quick as we get up there because we're talking about right now. Six overall. Uh, has some stomach issues. Uh, you know, nerves too, I think, a little bit for him. Uh, held it down for the MX101 team, uh, you know they had a, a bit of a rough day with some of their guys but uh, Weston was super solid and, and as KT says you know he needs uh, some of that velcro for the rest of the team to keep him on his bike so uh, <laughs> that's a KT joke not mine but uh, <laughs> you know great to see that too.
0: All right and a kind of a quiet ride uh, 15-11 for Yannick Boucher for 11th overall, the number 17 out there uh, ended up by himself quite a bit I uh, saw that I saw and then finishing ahead of him in 10th rounding up 3 DNF 30 for Sean Bayer. I mean we all expected him, (coughs) this is a track we know he's going to be fast at for sure, unfortunately had that crazy high side crash in the second one.
1: Yeah Moff was, uh, I mean the guy, because he, you know coming into this because he lives just here in Kamloops, uh, so I mean he spent a lot of time on this track, he was kind of guiding the rest of the team and and some guys around, Uh, you know solid third in a a battle with T-Dags for a lot of that that first moto. you know and then obviously yeah, I had a big crash I uh, don't know the extent of all the injuries yet I think it's a shoulder at this point separated shoulder but uh super bum like to see that because he was on fire and it was kind of
0: like a resurgence in a way his last year didn't go the way he wanted either. Right, right. <clears throat> and again I've, I thought it was fair, uh, number 61 T. T Parrot there went uh, 12-10 to round, uh, take 9 so good for him in that one. I was also impressed I didn't know who the 426 number out there on the Omaha was going pretty good out there and uh, he went 13-8 very solid second one that's Ryan Martin from Washington State. So uh, it's cool to see, uh, always cool to see people come up uh, from Washington. Parker Eels, man, he ended up by himself again. He was starting to close in on the second one with a seventh, so good ride from him. Yep. Uh, Be interesting to see if he can get uh, a better start. He's a big kid. Good to see him get a better start, try to run that pace. Uh, He always ends up by himself. Yeah, Parker was, by himself every time. I actually thought, I didn't
1: know where he was uh, you know, in the standings because he was just by himself. I didn't know if he'd gone down, he's getting lapped or whatever the case was because he was just, there's no one in front of him that you could see there's no one behind him and that makes it hard to move forward when you don't have any, something to, to, to chase. Uh, so I'm sure he'll do better
0: too, but uh, I mean, that's a pretty solid result to take out in the first round. For sure, for sure. So seventh overall, we mentioned Weston in sixth. Uh, I thought it was a great day. Also, fifth place, Daniel Elmore from way up in uh, Telco, BC, <clears throat> nine, five. He was up there in fifth place in the second moto. Had a great ride.
1: Yeah. I mean, Cycle North, uh, Honda rider, Daniel Elmore. I mean, that was great. See him up there. I know he's had some troubles over the winter with bikes being stolen and stuff like that. Uh, but good to see him come back with that fifth, and, and we'll see how he does going east because you know I know he's raced them before. But I mean, obviously there's it's it's any time we're in a, in a rider's home province they ride these tracks. So uh, from what I understand, Kamloops didn't change a ton other than it got pretty technical uh, for pro day. But I mean, it's 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 something he's ridden before, so we'll see how he does. But I'm I sure did, we're going to see him inside that top ten at all times.
0: And in uh, in fourth place we had Chris Blackmer, the uh, the late pickup for. Uh, Steve Sims' team looked good. He got to race the WCAN during the week. Uh, I was pretty yeah. impressed with his riding.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was so last minute to that team that uh, they didn't even have preprints done for him. So he was, uh, you know, super last minute and uh, great guy to talk to. I mean, Billy and I talked to. Uh, we, you know, we talked to him uh, on Friday. I think it was. Uh, it was going to Fit in well up here, yeah. Super nice kid, super humble, and uh, and fast as heck. So, uh, I think he's just gonna get better too. Like, he's been riding the bike a fair bit. He's uh, in race W. You can, um, <clears throat> little guy gonna get good starts all year, too. yeah. Little guy, yeah. He did get some good starts. I think he whole shot that second one, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, awesome to see him up here. It's good to see uh, the TLD SSR uh, gas gas team. Uh, pick up someone to ride their 450 when Sam Gaynor got hurt, so um, I think he's going to be a great fit and he's just going to get better. I I say that about a lot of guys, but I mean, this is, you know, it's what it's going to be, right? He's going to get more comfortable, get used to our tracks. Uh, 19 years old,
0: and uh, yeah, just I think he's going to be a threat for sure. I, I'd like to see him on the podium. We'll, we'll see what happens. For sure. So he was uh, he was 5-4 four for fourth. Nice, nice. And uh, rounding out the top three, let's talk about the podium here. Jess Pettis, five weeks off of surgery on that wrist, man. He yep. goes 4-3. Looked great. I mean, obviously, he just needs to get through these to get that wrist uh, stronger and get back into race shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I saw Jess last night at dinner. Um, he kind of kept himself all weekend
1: which he actually mentioned to me because we didn't even see each other and he didn't even know I was here. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. But uh, he showed me a scar on his wrist. It's, uh, it's still very fresh. Uh, like he said, five weeks out and he's out there. So he's only ridden a handful of times. Um, you know, he's just going to get better. He's going to get uh, more healed up and, and be more comfortable on the bike. So, you know, he's, I expect him to kind of bridge that gap from uh, third to second and be up there a bit more as he gets, uh, gets stronger, because he is a contender no matter what, um, just, I mean, unfortunate circumstances he's got, but like I said, his scar was fresh and it was bigger than I thought it was going to be, like, it, it was not, uh, not a small injury. Okay.
0: Uh, now the top two, I mean, man, Tyler Medellich <clears throat> held off Dylan Wright for a long time in these motos, goes 2-2 for that second overall. Great, very strong ride from Tyler Medallion.
1: Yeah, as we joke, uh, you, you know, in the States, I always say Kyle Chisholm, Chiz is gonna Chiz, and stuff like that, where T Dags is gonna T Dags. The guy just shows up. Uh, he's always fit. He's changed his bars 10 times. He's, you know, changed all these settings, and he's, you know, gone from one thing to the other and back to the original setting. I always joke with him about that, but uh, I mean, the guy was just an animal. And uh, it's funny, you, joke, you hear Moff or, or Dylan or anyone battle with him, that he's an absolute pit bull. So, uh, you know he's one of the toughest guys to pass he's also once you pass him you got to go because he'll get you right back and, and he'll race you hard um and he'll smile and hang out with you afterwards but i mean he's going to race you hard when he's out there because he's there to, to win and, and that's this is his job so i appreciate uh that tyler takes it so serious um killed it you know he's like 30 36 years i say he's about 45 but he's actually only about 30 35 years old um just seems to be getting better so good for him and, and he's going to be a threat all year round
0: yeah, and to, and to touch on some of the things you mentioned there, we heard it right from the horse's mouth. Dylan Wright, who was that yeah. guy trying to get by him, uh, he just said that, yeah, like you said, tough guy to pass. Dylan yeah. was a good interview if you watch some of our post race interviews. Both those guys are a lot of fun. Yep. But uh, he was saying the uh, same thing. He knew he'd he say one lap and all of a sudden Dylan, <clears throat> Tyler would know he was there and he'd change his line, so he had a hard time getting by. So Dylan Wright, though, did go 1 1.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dylan Wright won 1 uh, 1. I'm not saying to be expected, but definitely not a surprise. I mean, the guy's ready, he's got great bikes, GDRs. Uh, always ready, um, you know, on that Honda platform, it's your second year for that bike too, so they, I'm sure they've got some different settings and a bit more time on it in total, so uh, I mean honestly, fully expected them to be up there, and
0: uh, 1-1 is not a surprise to me at all. Alright, well hey, that is our quick wrap-up here of the uh, of round one here at uh, in Kamloops, now we go to a track that uh, pretty much nobody really knows much about, except like we mentioned, uh, Keelan Meston number 10, so yep. going to have a long week. Greg, you're heading home. We'll be seeing you when we get back east. Yes. But uh, now the rest of us are going to make our way over to Alberta for a track that a lot of us are interested to see. So this has been the FXR our uh, race review, so thank you very much for watching and uh, check us out next week.